When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Uncut. My name is Matt Timonini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear from three different people. Up first will be Ohio State head football coach Ryan Day. He will be followed by wide receiver Emeka Egbuka, and then quarterback Kyle McCord will step to the podium. The three spoke with the assembled media following Ohio State's 35-7 victory over the Youngstown State Penguins on Saturday, September 9th. Unsurprisingly, one of the very first questions that Coach Day got was whether or not he had seen enough from McCord to declare him the team's full-time starter. If you have been following Ryan Day for his four-plus years as Ohio State's head coach, you will probably not be surprised to hear that he chose not to answer that question and to put it off until after he was able to watch film. He also continued to harp on the fact that he does not like the new clock rules in college football, but he did talk about the fantastic performance put on by the defense. Agbuka and McCord both discussed the progression of the Ohio State offense, what else they each needed to do individually to reach their potential, and much more. Now, before we get into the audio, if you're finding this episode on LandGrantHolyLand.com, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all of the unique, varied perspectives that you will only hear from the Land Grant Podcast Network. Also, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are still dealing with some negative reviews from a much different era of the Land Grant Podcast Network with completely different hosts that don't really reflect the work and content that we are putting out on a daily basis. 
So any positive ratings or reviews that you could throw our way would be much appreciated. All right, with all of that out of the way, here's Ohio State head football coach, Ryan Day. All right, we're gonna open up the floor for questions. Uh, front row here, Tim May on three. Letterman row. Uh, Ryan, just in a nutshell, you know, everybody's going to be asked about the quarterbacks in this situation. Uh, what's just your take coming out of this game just before you watch the video? Yeah, coming out, I thought Kyle had um, poise coming into a second game. You could just feel a little bit of the, the, that part of it. Um, I thought Devin early on was a little anxious, um, but then I think for him, once he, he gets hit and gets a little tired, he calms down a little bit. You can see the talent there. So um, we'll look at the film and see, but I thought Kyle came out um, pretty efficiently overall. Um, and, and I thought Devin made some plays as well. Yeah, and real quickly, offensive line, is that still a work in progress from your view today? Yes. Can you get this to No, not right now. Okay, uh, over here to the left, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Yeah. I'll just ask you point blank. Did Kyle do enough today to cement the starting quarterback job? Uh, we'll look at it over this weekend and try to try to see if 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 he's taking that step um, and kind of where we're going. I'm not ready to make a decision right now. Over here to the left, Clay right Hall, now. or to the right, Clay Hall. What did they have a follow up? Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, my bad. Was there something that that did impress you? Yes, that Kyle did today. Well, that I, did I th- last week. I thought he came out of the gate. Well, you know, um, I think there was you know something maybe in the back end early on for them that they you know, but he found it, found Marvin, then then hit the play action. I, I think early in games like this, how you play matters, and I like how he came out of the gates uh, playing well. Um, you know, they're 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 fresh, they're playing their best football in that first quarter, and, and you want to see us playing good football. And you know, he made some nice throws early on, and that that was good, and he got himself into a rhythm, um, and and showed you know that. He can make some of those throws, and that's important. And I thought even in the two-minute drill, um, you know, he, he, I know he wants that first one back. He's got to get that ball out of his hand a little bit faster. The second one, you know, Marv did drop. You know, that's, that's rare that he drops one. Um, and then he was smart on third down and not forcing it. So, um, you know, overall I thought he was solid, but we'll look at the film and see. Over here to the right, Clay Hall, and then, Clay, give it to Nathan when you're done. You got W-S-Y-X. it. Uh, would Kyle have more privileges now? Uh, does – can he – improvise in any way or does he still have to be right on plan uh, yeah, well, I, as you orchestrate it? I, I think as we start to uh, get more games under our belt, you'll start to see more and more open up. But, um, you know, he, he looked more comfortable for sure in this game. And, um, you know, every, every time you play, and that's why we try to get Devin more snaps to get kind of those, those first things flushed out. You know, things maybe you saw Kyle in the first game, you know, um, that way, you know, you saw maybe a little bit with Devin in this game. Um, but I don't, I don't think Kyle really missed any throws, maybe a read or two. Um, nah, I guess maybe there was a couple, but, but I thought he was much more efficient in this game. I think he was more comfortable back there. At least it looked that way to me. He's not the full-fledged starter yet. Uh, we'll see. We'll look at the film and, and kind of evaluate it after we watch the film and go from there. And like I said, we'll take it week to week. Over here to the left, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch, and then give it to Joe, please. Yeah, it's, it's fairly or unfairly quarterbacks are, are compared against the guys that preceded him. Mm. Uh, CJ was great. It's seeing the field, reading the field. Where's Kyle in that specific area? And he did look more poised, I thought, yeah. in the pocket. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, it, it is hard to compare to other quarterbacks, but I think the more you play, the better you see it. And, um, you know, I remember that first game against Minnesota. Um, you know, CJ struggled in, like, in that first half and then really calmed down in the second half. And then um, you know, did some really good things in the Oregon game, you know, through 
um, uh, you know, th- threw a couple balls into coverage in that game, but there was enough in that game to say, ooh, we might have something here. Even though we lost the game and it was, people were coming at him hard, he threw over 400 yards in that game because we had to. You know, we didn't do a good job running the ball there. Um, and then you could start, start to see it develop over time. And I mean, it was a tough stretch in there, you know. But you, know, you think about Dwayne, you know, I always kind of felt like Dwayne saw it. You, know, you could kind of see that early on. Uh, Justin, that was a little bit different. You know, he, it, it took him until almost past the Michigan State game before he really got, but he was so athletic he could make plays with his feet. So I guess I go through those guys because you ask about the, his predecessors. predecessors and um, I don't think we'll know the answer to that until we get a few more games in. And same thing with Devin. Um, you know, because when, when you're seeing it for the first, I remember being a quarterback. It's like, what you put the film on, you're like, what, what did I see? And then the next time you do it, you're like, oh, okay. And then, and then sometimes you come out of games, you're like, I don't even know what just happened in that game. I just found the flow of the game. I found the rhythm of the game. And that's something we talk to our quarters about. Find the speed of the game. Because if you're too slow, not good. If you're too fast, not good. And that's part of playing this game. And so we tried to get um, both guys into a rhythm early on. Um, sort of did that. Um, and we'll continue to try to do that. Uh, over here to the right, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. And then pass it over to Austin Ward, please. But last week, Indiana's offensive playing style yeah. limited the number of possessions you had. Today was Youngstown State's ex- execution at times and maybe lack thereof from your defenses. What did you see defensively and, and inability to get off the field sometimes? Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's why we took the ball early. Um, I, I felt like maybe that would be their game plan. Uh, I didn't know that they would, you know, huddle and, and milk it all the way down to inside of 10 seconds and then try to run it on third down just to keep the clock going. But they did, and that's smart on their end. Um, maybe, maybe some teams are going to do that more and more. And, um, it does create a level of anxiety um, because we're used to getting about 15 possessions a game and scoring you know, 60 and 70 points. But uh, we had nine possessions. We're not used to having nine possessions. It's 60 plays. There's a lot of guys that we're trying to get out in the field and get touches to and, and play. And, and boy, when you only have 60 plays, every single rep, I mean, you've got to be on point. And you know, there's going to be certain guys that don't touch it when they're 60, point, 60 plays. So, yeah, I mean, every time there was a third down and, or, you know, a first down on defense, I mean, I was like, I was struggling because I knew what, where we were headed. So, um, you know, it's the defense's job to, to hold, the, uh, hold the other team to, you know, uh, not scoring very many points, and they've done that. I mean, three and seven, you can't ask for much more. But in a game like this where the other team's trying to just milk the clock and limit your possessions, yeah, we would love to see us get off the field more. So we'll look at the, f- the, the, uh, the film and see where that was and see if we can find out where the execution breakdowns were. Over here to the left, Joe Nugent, WCMH, and then give it to Dan, please. How good was it to see Marv get going early and have a big day? Yeah, yeah, uh, great, great. Um, and, and when you know uh, you're in for one of these days that, you know, the, the clock's going to get milked out a little bit, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting those touches early on. So to see him get those two big plays early, was that was a, a deep breath. Um, but uh, we targeted him a bunch. We targeted Mecca a bunch. Um, and then sometimes, you know, it just it works out that way based on the play. Even the, the long run, the long pass that he had, that play really wasn't designed for him. But he popped on it. And, and um, you know, that kind of surprised all of us on third down. The, the guy you think that they'd be doubling would be him. And, and all of a sudden he popped. And so Kyle found him. Uh, great, did a great job. Um, but good to get him, you know, his touches and his targets. You know, because we, we did the same. We tried last week. It's just sometimes when they take it away, the ball has to go somewhere else. Over here to the right, Austin Ward, rivals. And then give it to Dylan, please. Ryan, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I don't. If you ever have any disappointment or frustration going through a game offensively right now, how difficult is that because of the standard of a year ago with CJ and three NFL offensive linemen? 
in your mind to, I don't know, get through the growing pains and evaluate that when you probably, when we got used to watching more points and you probably got used to scoring more points. Yeah, um, I think that the difference right now is just the number of plays. Yeah, because if you know you don't get called for holding there and we score, it's forty-two, and we scored six touchdowns and nine possessions. You know, we take that sixty-seven percent of our drives scoring touchdowns. Um, but to your point, yeah, I mean we're we're used to scoring sixty and seventy in some of these games, and um, it, it's for a couple different reasons. One, you know, maybe not as efficient as we've been, um, but I thought we were pretty decent in the first half. Um, but then, too, just the way that it's going with, with, this, with this clock and teams you know, huddling and snapping it inside of 10 seconds. And um, it doesn't take much to get a couple first downs. And before you know it, you, know, you look up and you've had three plays in the third quarter and there's like four minutes to go. So um, something we just have to recognize. And um, I think we saw it coming. I talked to Jerry about that going into the first game. I said, this is going to be an interesting year because of this rule. And uh, man, that, that clock just keeps, keeps, seems to keep running. And, um, so we'll just we'll have to be more efficient and, um, and do a great job, especially in the first half of coming out of the gates and being you know really good with that. Which again, I thought we did that on offense. We were much more efficient, you know, regardless of of the opponent. You know, you have to make sure you're clean. I did think the protection was good on the offensive line. That was solid. Uh, bigger challenges to come. Uh, over to the left, Dan Hope, eleven Warriors, and then give it to Pat, please. Ryan with the Notre Dame game coming up in a couple of weeks. Is there more of a sense of urgency going into this next week to settle in on one quarterback and start to give one guy all the reps? I think that's, that's worth considering, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I think that's something that, you know, we got to talk about as a staff. Over here, uh, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette, and then give it to Spencer, please. I guess just expanding on what he said, like how important is that for a quarterback to be able to have a full week of going in as the unquestioned leader of a team before they have to go into a, the challenge like Notre Dame? Is that, I mean, how much stock do you put in that? Is that is that a real part of it? Or um, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I'll probably get on this film, figure it out, figure out what this next week looks like, and then we'll we'll figure out Notre Dame when we get there. But I think again, it's a legitimate question. Yeah, I don't have the answer for you right now, but it's. A, I understand what you're asking. We're just going to focus on Western Kentucky now and um, you know, do the best we can to grow this week. You know, this isn't about you know, winning this game. Certainly we have to win this game, but we, you know, we have big goals in mind. We're building this thing for the, for the long run. And you know, uh, we have high expectations. You know, we want to be perfect. We know where we need to be. So we're not accepting anything other than excellence. And we know what that looks like. And it isn't just built in one week. So we're growing towards that. The guys are into it. They they know what it takes. And you know, we've been in a situation where, you know, early in the season, you know, it feels like, okay, we're going right to the national championship. It doesn't work that way. You have to build the foundation the right way for the long haul. And I think our guys are bit into that and understand that. So we just need another great week of work this week and keep learning and pushing and getting these guys as many reps as we can. Guys, we're gonna have just time for a couple more and then we're gonna get some players up here over to the left. Pat Murphy, twenty four seven sports. Ryan, after last week's game, you mentioned you mentioned uh, chips running today. Uh, Travion's over 11.2 yeah. yards per carry. Is this how you see this running back room playing out throughout the year? Different guys popping each week, perhaps. It's good. another great question. I, I don't. When you have 60 plays, um, man, there's just not a lot of not a lot of rushes to go around. You know, when you um, so it's it, it's it's it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to try to get Travion the ball. I think there was two maybe – was there two runs that he had that were, that were holds or maybe that – I don't um, You know, he did have, um, I guess, two catches. Um, yeah, he had, he had the two screens. 
you know, and um, so we got to we got to keep trying to find the ways to get him the ball as well, running the ball, but but also out in space because he's so good in space. You see how fast he is when he gets to that edge. I mean, it's it's got a chance to go. Um, I know he was, you know, he came over and felt awful about reaching the ball out, but boy, he hit that hole hard. I mean, he was running downhill today when he had an opportunity to do, and that was a great step. I was very impressed with that, so that was good. Um, but you know, he's going to have to be in games where he runs the ball more for sure. So um, you know, we'll keep doing that, but. Again, I just go back to in a game like this when that clock's running and I'm looking at it, you know, I'm just thinking about throwing the ball more so that we can get more plays because I just feel like there's a lot of guys on our team that deserve to play. And when you only have 60, there's just not a lot of plays to go around. And these kids deserve to get out in the field. So um, it's, it's a little bit frustrating, but we've got to deal with it. Over here to the right, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. Right, when it comes to the offensive line, uh, it seems like the progress isn't exactly linear. Like, you, right. you get better uh, run blocking, you get better pass blocking, you get the penalties. Last week, you don't have the, the penalties. But when do you need to start seeing progress become linear in that unit? And, and what does that look like uh, moving forward to make sure that you guys know you can go to South Bend and, and be able to take care of business? Yeah, like yesterday. You know, we, we have urgency. We want it now. Um, we're not going to wait around and say, well, we'll get it next week. We've got to get it fixed now. And I agree with you. There were some good things today, for sure. But... Um, you know, to use your term about you know linear improvement, I think it's just the consistency. We can do it. I know we have the talent. Um, our guys are very, very talented. So we have to look at what we're doing schematically, make sure it's not too complex, make sure it's simple, because all we asked them to do was play really, really hard and execute. Effort and execution was the two things that we focused on all week. So we'll watch the film, and if the effort was there, then they get a check for that play. If the ex- execution was there, they get a check. If not, then they don't, and then we'll find out who grades the champion. And it's really that simple. So, um, you know, we have to identify if we're doing the right things with them and where the breakdowns are coming from, and that's, that's the coaching. And final question for Coach, over to the left, Cameron Teague Robinson, The Athletic. Ryan, you mentioned Trevion. Oh, oh, you're right. You mentioned Trevion running and, like, phys- being physical, running yeah. strong through those holes. As you work through the growing pains of the offensive line and you work to try to get Kyle and Devin more comfortable at quarterback, how important is it to have a healthy Trayvon that you can lean on? Like you said, he's probably going to have to run the ball more sometimes. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, you can see the explosiveness and, and having him healthy is, is a home run threat at all, um, you know, any point of the game. And, and that's, that's what's fun about being around an explosive offense, you know, and that's what I keep telling the quarterbacks, you don't have to make extraordinary plays. You know, you just got to make the routine plays routinely because we have these guys. And we'll keep trying to find ways to get the ball out in space to them like we did a few times today with these guys and, and get them the touches they deserve because uh, they'll make plays. Coach? Uh, yes. Yep. Coach, thank you very okay, much. Okay, guys, thanks. Welcome back. Up next to the podium is wide receiver Ameka Agbuka. How good was it today just to get that passing game going? Obviously, um, you weren't targeted a whole lot in week one just to get in, in the flow of the game and, and be a big part of the offense. Well, yeah, first and foremost, it was just great to be back in the shoe. Um, I think we, we had a lot of energy coming back here um, and just playing in front of the, the fans. We love, we love playing here, obviously, at home. Um, but yeah, it felt good to to, to get rocking and, and to get you know the ball the ball in the air. But at the end of the day, however we get the dub, we're going to be happy. 
affect your rhythm at all when you have quarterbacks coming in and out of the game, two different quarterbacks? Does that affect you as a receiver at all? Is it just kind of like, you know, you do what you do and, you know? Yeah. I, I won't say that's necessarily our job. Our job is to run the right route, get open, make plays after the catch. So, um, you know, if the ball doesn't happen to be in the right spot, then, you know, we, we don't try to discredit anything the quarterbacks do. We just try to work our own game. Um, and whoever is in there, we expect them to get the job done. Uh, Rob, you got a question for Matt? Yeah, just um, what did you see this week compared to last week? I mean, was it just were you just more comfortable? The offense was just really kind of clicking a little more from your perspective. Um, we have to watch the film to know for sure, but I felt like we played harder um, and I felt like we executed better than we did last week. Last week, I didn't feel like the offense was was really hitting on any any cylinders. And um, this week, we still have a lot a lot to go, a long way to go. Um, but I feel like we're we're definitely taking steps in the right direction. Um, but as Ohio State, 35 points is is good, but you know our ceiling is way higher than that. So we got to get on the film, like I said. Um, we've got to check out where we could execute it better. Um, and like Coach Day was talking about with the. Um, the new changes in college football with the clock and everything like that, you're very limited on the amount of drives and the amount of plays that you have. So we got to really focus on staying on track, you know, getting rid of some of those holding penalties and, and whatnot to be able to execute the way that we want to. You, Ryan brought up repeatedly how different the game feels with the new clock rules. And I'm wondering how different you feel after a game as a player. Fresher, better? Are, is there a difference late in the game? Can you tell? Yeah, I mean, two games into the season, um, I, there's definitely that impact of, you know, the, the halves are flying by, especially in the second half in this game. I didn't even feel like there was a second half. Um, but as, as in terms of my body, um, I guess I'll be able to tell with time. Um, week two, I always feel pretty fresh. Um, and then, you know, the, the nicks and, and the bruises, they pile on. But uh, we'll be able to see how I feel coming out, um, you know, week three, week four, and, and later on down the road. The need to be a quick strike offense being, the, I mean, obviously, I guess you guys have to score more quickly with the clock going more quickly. Mm -hmm. do, do you feel an increased pressure? Um, I wouldn't say an increased pressure. We're always we're always called to execute. That's what we're we're here to do at Ohio State. But um, an emphasis this week was was execution and effort, um, and we also had a big emphasis on on tempo. Um, and, and getting plays out there quickly because we know the rules with the clock now. But um, that's part of the reason why we took the ball. We felt like we wanted to get off to a hot, uh, hot start. Um, and, you know, that's one of my favorite things when we take the ball when we win the toss because, you know, I want to get out there on the field, score, give our defense a little a little um, juice to rally behind. Over here to the right, we're going to just go a couple more with Emeka here. Brendan Gulick, Buckeyes now on fans only. Emeka, hey, um, <laughs> Are, are you guys playing as fast as you want to play? Do you want to play faster? Is that a part of the game that has a you know a, a big focal point for you? Faster in terms of what, like tempo, passing and tempo stuff? as a team, not oh, necessarily like whether you're passing or running, but you know fewer time between plays. Are you trying to go at a quicker tempo, or are you guys comfortable where you're at? Um, it comes with game planning. Every team is different. Every defense is different that you played. Um, but I think we wanted to go tempo this this week because we liked our matchups. Um, and, you know, most of our, our tempo plays, you know, we, we know by heart and we're going to be able to execute at a, at a high level um, and kind of just get plays out there like Coach Day was saying. Instead of just letting that clock roll and roll and roll, we want to get as many plays as we can because we have such dangerous players. Once you get the ball in their hands, uh, really anything could happen. So, um, you know, it goes week to week, but at the same time, like there is a sense of urgency that we now have to have. Over here to the left then, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. I hope, it, I hope this makes sense. 
Last year, you guys had a lot of the CJ throws that were just like, oh, my gosh, how did he make that throw? You right. come down with it. Last week, it didn't seem like they were there, but there were completions. Did you feel that there were a couple more like of those like CJ throws today from Kyle? It seemed like he was much more comfortable and in command. Yeah. Um, I would say that we expect that from whoever is in the pocket. Uh, we're at Ohio State. One of the you know we're going to compete for a national championship every year, so quarterback play has to be high. Um, and those the guys in in our QB room wouldn't be here if they weren't elite level talents like CJ. So. Um, I believe the sky's the limit for both of them. Anybody who, who, who plays quarterback here at Ohio State, that's really the expectation. Um, and if they aren't there, then they're going to be elevated to uh, the competition surrounding them. I mean, Devin and Kyle, they're kind of going at it from spring into fall camp. Um, and I saw the levels of both of their games rise exponentially just because they were forced to that next level by the other guys. So um, I feel like, you know, both of them are going to come along. Um, and I feel like they are coming along nicely. Um, a lot of people were mad at CJ after Minnesota kind of the same thing last week. Um, but, you know, we're going to get into the rhythm, and you guys are going to see just how special they are. Great. Emeka, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And finally stepping up to the mic today is quarterback Kyle McCord. All right, folks, we're going to open up questions at the front here for Kyle McCord. Uh, the, over here, Dylan Davis to the right, Delaware Gazette. Kyle, just how much more settled were you from last week to this week? I guess how big is that one start to be able to rely on that to settle in early today? Yeah, for sure. I think anytime you can get uh, that start under your belt and especially get a win against a good Big Ten team uh, like Indiana, uh, it's good for sure. And then you just use that confidence and that experience you got from that first week and carry it on the second week. And, you know, now the, the goal is to use, you know, what I learned this week and carry it on the next week and just keep that train rolling. Uh, over to the left, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch. You think you did enough to win the job outright? I, don't, I mean, that, that's not up to me. That's a question for Coach Day. Uh, and like I said earlier, I think the, the only thing I'm worried about is whenever I'm the f- on the field, just making the most out of my opportunities. And, you know, if that's every single drive, then that's great. If it's, you know, every other drive, that's great. If it's one drive, it's great. You know, whatever, whatever opportunities I get, you know, that's what I'm, I'm going to try to make the most out of. You came out of last week, I'm sure, some, wanting to, uh, another throwback or to do something differently. What did you do today? that you were happy about that maybe you didn't do last week? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just coming out of the gate and just, you know, trusting my reach, trusting my arm, trusting the, the players around me. Um, and I think we showed flashes of that last week for sure. Um, but we were just spotty. And I feel like, especially in the first half today, uh, came out strong and uh, and got things going. I got the ball in the receiver's hands, and uh, they did some really good things after the catch. We aired it out a little bit, so I think it was a good mixture. And uh, as long as we can continue to build that, I think we'll be in a really good spot offensively. Uh, I'm going to pause for just a second. People, if we could stay out of the middle area there, that way the, the uh, uh, camera gets a shot of Kyle and not back of people's heads. Over here to the right, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Kyle, you obviously connected with Marvin twice early for touchdowns. How important was that? And it kind of, I mean, I imagine back when you were at St. Joe's prep, you thought about days like this, having days like this. Is that right? Yeah. No, it was cool. Uh, I think that was my first touchdown to Marvin in college. Um, so that was uh, cool to, to finally see it come all the way uh, from you know when we first started playing with each other sophomore year of high school to now. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Um, so like I said, just continue to use that momentum and uh, continue to use that experience and grow and you know hopefully create more of those. Now over to the left, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. To get a, a pretty, I guess, easy touchdown on the first drive, how much does that help you going into a game, whereas last, last week you might not have started so quickly, but this week you get that under your belt right away how, how much does that help your confidence 
Yeah, I think uh, last week I think we did score in the first drive. It was a little tough, uh, and I think we ended up running it in. And then I think this week when uh, you know Marvin breaks open like that and you hit him, and I think it was a 70-yard touchdown or something like that. Um, you know, that's definitely a really good momentum boost. And uh, you know, we just have to continue doing a good job of uh, being consistent and continuing, even if you know we don't pop a touchdown like that. Just going down, and putting a methodical drive together, and scoring. Uh, over to the right, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Kyle, Coach Day has been making a big deal about the reduced number of possessions that you guys have been getting these mm -hmm. first two weeks, and um, not even necessarily the number of plays, but those possessions kind of compress things. How does that, how do you kind of get through that mentally? Because on the one hand, you want to make the most of those possessions, I guess you always do, but you don't want to, I guess, be pressing and trying to do too much with them. Yeah, uh, I think that has been a little bit you know, bigger and important to the game than I think any of us realized. Um, and uh, if you don't get the ball first and the other team goes down, puts together 11, 12 play drive, you look up, you're halfway through the first quarter and you haven't even touched the ball yet. Um, so I think you just make sure you realize every single possession matters, every single play matters. Um, and I think today in the third quarter, uh, we started out, we went three and out, and I think we didn't touch the ball, I could be wrong, until like four or three minutes left in the, in the third quarter. It's crazy just how fast the clock moves, um, but that just goes to show you have to make the most, you know, when you got the ball, you have to, you know, go down score and put points up on the board. Uh, over to the left, Katie Capusta, Spectrum. Kyle, Coach Day said a couple of words about how composed, how efficient you seem today and comfortable. Can you talk a little bit about just the emotions and what you were feeling today versus last week? Yeah, I think last week, uh, especially first start of the new year, season opener, on the road, Big Ten team, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily call them distractions, but there's just a lot of things that go into that game. And once you get that game over with, got the win, and then uh, got into the flow of a normal week uh, with the practice schedule um, and then just you know our routine, and uh, just kind of eased into it a little bit uh, more so than I would say the first week. Um, so I, I think definitely the uh, emotions are just more calm, more than anything. I feel like so. That, I think that definitely uh, helps in the long run. Over here to the right, Clay Hall, WSYX. Similar question. Did you, did you sense your heart rate was calmed down a tad today? <laughs> uh, you weren't hyperventilating yeah, like no. No, um, I think the biggest thing, like I said, is just, you know, taking a deep breath and realizing it's football. You know, it's the same game you've been playing since, you know, I was five years old in the backyard, so. How do you think Devin played today? I think Devin did well. Uh, I think this was really uh, his first live action where he got to open the offense up a little bit, got to throw it. He made some really good throws, some really good runs. I think flashes, athleticism. Uh, I think he had a really good play on third down where there really wasn't anything open. He scrambled out, found G. Scott for a first down. Um, so I, I think he played really well. Uh, uh, Cameron Teague Robinson, the athletic, over here to the right. Kyle, as you, both you and Devin, kind of get more comfortable in this offense and you guys try to get the offensive line uh, more comfortable as well, how beneficial is it to have a healthy Trayvon Henderson who has looked as good as he had, even going back to his freshman year? Yeah, Trey had a great fall camp, uh, looked really good, and I think kind of had that uh, explosive step that maybe he didn't have last year because he was hurt a little bit. Um, but a healthy Travion Henderson is scary. And I think he's shown flashes of it, um, you know, last year. And then I think this year with him starting to get healthy again and, and getting his feet under him, you know, you see it, you know, how electric he is. And, you know, we've been using him out of the backfield too. I think we threw two screens to him today and uh, had some good success on that. So I think uh, any way that we can get the ball in Trey's hands, it's a win for the Buckeyes we got time for two more questions. Over to the left, Andy Backstrom, Letterman Row. 
Kyle, what has been your assessment of the offensive line so far, and um, what kind of improvements, or, or what did you see from week one to week two? I guess. It, yeah, I think the offensive line uh, is probably um, one of the, the most important positions in terms of everybody just being on the same page because, you know, receiver, you can be a, a one-man show and kind of win your route and, uh, and, and all that, but the line, they have to do a really great job of communicating. All five of them have to be on the same page, and I feel like we're doing a good job. Um, obviously, I don't think we are where we want to be yet, um, but, you know, looking back on last week and then I think how we played this week, definitely step in the right direction, and, you know, we got five really talented guys across the board, five guys who are really tough, too. Um, so I think uh, just as an offense in general, it's just about taking that next step, and I think the O-line is included in that. And final question over to the right, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Kyle, what's one thing you liked about what you did today, one thing you didn't like, and if you had to give yourself a grade, what would it be? Uh, a grade? It's hard to give myself a grade without watching the film. I think the, the one thing that I did a good job today is just uh, getting the ball out on time to the playmakers, uh, getting it to them in open space and allowing them to work. And you know, I think uh, good things happen with that for sure. And then uh, one thing I wish I had back was probably uh, that pass in the third quarter on that first drive, I missed it tomorrow, but I just got to sit on that a little bit more, let them get open, let them work. Um, but, you know, definitely some good, some bad, uh, kind of the same as last week. You know, take the, the, the good and build from it and then take the negatives and realize what you need to work on and continue to grow. Great. Kyle, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Andy, can you just give it to Keith there, please? And that's it for interviews today, folks.